This is the Casper and Chris podcast. From News Talk KBOI, Boise. Be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. All right, here we go, Wednesday morning. How you doing? Thank I'm Rick playing. Worthington. That's, what's your name? Oh, I'm sorry. Chris mm-hmm. Walton. Chris Walton is here. Mike Casper, though, is not. Miss Elizabeth looks like she had a really hard night. <laughs> she is struggling today. Well, she has like six jobs and sleeps every fourth Wednesday. Well, you know. And this isn't the fourth Wednesday. We're going to need to do better. Uh, just a heads up. Something I have wanted to see my entire life. My entire life. I have never seen the Northern Lights. I mean, I've seen them on TV. I've seen them on the computer. I've never seen them in person. Mm-hmm. Tonight and tomorrow night, between 10 p.m. and 2 a.m., Northern Lights might be visible in Boise. So I will be taking a good long nap today mm-hmm. and trying to get up in order to watch. Are you going to drive out into the desert at all? I probably will. Away, yeah, I'm, away I mean, from I'm, the lights. I'm going to try and go somewhere where there's not a lot of light pollution, right? But I don't know where I'm going to go, and I can't guarantee that I won't fall asleep in doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have this problem where if it's dark and quiet. There's a really good chance I'm going to go to sleep. You know, that doesn't sound that unusual. No. (laughs) No. If you have a problem where it's the middle of the day and very noisy and you can't help falling asleep, that could be a problem. But, well, you're the opposite. I'm not saying that I won't show up tomorrow to do this show. We're having seen. Well, I mean, I'm going to be I'll I'll show up. Mm -hmm. uh, That's not what I'm saying. I'm going to show up. I'm just not sure what condition and or how much gotcha. sleep I will have gotten. Or how many of the northern lights you will have seen. Correct. Okay. But I am going to give it a shot. So there's that. In any case, I will report back tomorrow on whether or not I have seen the northern lights. But it definitely is something that I have always wanted to see. And I'm sure you have items on your, your bucket list. I think everybody's got a bucket list. Things that you want to do or see Gal- and or what are they? Galvanized. Uh, beer. Yeah. I have a large bucket list. Okay. Lunch. I mean, you're not going to share any of those things with us. No, I don't really have a bucket list. Don't you I, really? No. I don't. I really don't travel. Um, uh, I don't skydive anything like that. So, no. No, you're not a skydiver. I have a large list of movies I haven't seen yet. That's, <laughs> well, that's ambitious. <laughs> no, you bet. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just blasting you a little. No problem. I just. I've never made one of those. You know, bucket lists. I mean, why is that? I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm not trying to get too personal. No, just, it's not personal. I, I, just, I think that, well, I'm a, I'm a goal-oriented person. There we go. Well, and well. I think it's for me, and not for you, but, mm-hmm. but for me, I like to have those things that I want to, at some point, get done. Okay. And, yeah, I, that, that's, that's not a reflection on anyone else but me. But... In in having those the little goals, mm-hmm. you know, it 
it pushes me to do, you know, certain things or save a little bit more so that I could go, go do them or, mm. you know, not go to bed at night so I could see the Northern Lights. I don't know. I don't know. It just, I, um, one of those no, I mean, deals. not, not, not really having a bucket list or anything like that. I, I mean, it, it does put me into a position where most of the time I'm not disappointed. That's true. Yeah. That is true, Chris. Well, and I'm not really a particularly an optimist. I, you know, I don't go. Debbie does that. She goes into things going, "Oh, this is going to be fantastic," and then she gets disappointed. Oh, it's not. yeah. I go in thinking, "Ah, this is going to be another day," and it is, and I'm fine. So you weren't disappointed with the All Star Games outcome then? No, no, I wasn't. I didn't watch the All Star Game last night. Felt much like I did about Home Run Derby. I was like, eh. I didn't watch all of it, but I, I recorded really it. So it. if I want to see it, I'll, you know, I can watch it this afternoon. I all, I have these uh, th- this real problem having watched so many games mm-hmm. over the bigger part of my life having been a baseball and football and to a different extent basketball fan exhibition games suck yes i can watch them but i'd rather not yeah. because they don't count it doesn't mean anything it's nice though that in Major League Baseball, they do have a game in which you can play hard and compete. Mm-hmm. Unlike, as we were talking about yesterday, professional basketball, that all-star game yeah. is not worth watching. Well, I mean, it's... it's NFL, they, they a game still, that's not worth watching. The NBA, they still do a lot of really athletic you know, things, and, and everybody's a good player, but it doesn't matter who wins, and you can tell, and in the fourth quarter, they screw around. Yeah, and there, there's and still a lot of, it doesn't matter the, who wins at the MLB level. It's the just Pro that Bowl, they are playing hard. At the Pro Bowl, the play starts, and you realize that the, uh, you know, the, the linemen are not smashing into each other at nope. all. Nobody's guarding. Uh, nobody's really tackling. Uh, it's it's kind of an exhibition of passing and catching for the most part. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. So, while I could have watched yesterday's All Star Game from a competition and skill standpoint, I would have got something out of that. It's baseball. Yeah, but from a is it going to do the Oakland A's any good? No, <laughs> <laughs> which is really that's where a, my head goes. Actually, that's a pretty small list of things that will do the Oakland A's any good. Well, at this point. They did have the MLB draft the other day. I understand there was a, a young man from Middleton that was drafted the other day by Fantastic. the Red Sox. Fantastic. Tell you about that here in a little bit. I read a story about a 26-year-old Boulder, Colorado woman dying after she fell 500 feet while climbing a ridge, Rocky Mountain National Park. Mm. woman was doing a free solo climb. Do you know what that is? Uh, no no ro- ropes. No ropes. Nothing just, Nothing to keep you up if you fall. Her 27-year-old hiking partner called Park Rangers, notifying them of the fall. Members of the Rocky Mountain National Park Search and Rescue Team requested Colorado Air National Guard helicopter to help with uh, removing the hiking partner, who was not hurt. But uh, bad news for the woman who fell. Yeah. There is a movie that came out. A couple of years ago, I think it's called Solo or something like that. It's about free climbing mm-hmm. and somebody that uh, I think it's, is it Yosemite? Is it with El Capitan? Yeah. Where it's almost straight up. That, that's what I was searching for. Thank right. you, Chris. Yeah. El Capitan. And since that has come out and everybody said, that's the craziest thing I've ever seen. 
which is make that climb. I'd like to imitate that. Yeah, yeah. There have been a lot of people that like to make these solo free climb challenges. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't want to be morbid, but had that been a thing on this woman's bucket list, well, that's why they call it a bucket list. Yeah. Again, that was a little morbid, not really where I meant to go, but yeah. No. Bu- bucket list, technically things you would like to do. Live bef- through. Before Live you, through. Before yeah. you kick the bucket yeah. or die. As it Time was. for sports at 6.15 this morning. Wednesday morning sports brought to you by the Pork Belly in CUNA. They are going to open up at 7 o'clock this morning. Been kind of highlighting some of the items on the menu over the last couple of days. And I got to tell you, I still go straight to chicken fried steak every time I go to Pork Belly because it's the best I've ever had. Chef Wally's chicken fried steak is off the hook. You could take my word for it and go order it up. And if you find something you like, you know, why vary? It's good every time. If it's the best you've ever had, just do that. But if you're into pancakes, of course they got you. They're going to take care of you. You're into eggs, of course they're going to take care of you. They're really good. The gravy is really good. Mike Casper likes to call it soup. Yeah, it's not. It's he, gravy. He was the but, first one that yeah. suggested they sell it as a beverage, as he would, you know, because he's Mike. Uh, how about the All Star Game, which we mentioned to you? Here was the big hit. As was the call on Major League Baseball Radio Network. It's a two. Swing and a high fly ball. Left field. That one back. That one way back there. Gone! Elias Diaz, a home run. And the National League has taken a 3-2 lead as he blasts that one out to left. Elias Diaz mm-hmm. with the home run. Colorado Rockies ball player with the big shot. Scoring Nick Castellanos in the top of the eighth inning. And the National League went on to beat the American League by a score of three to two. Diaz also getting uh, most valuable player of the All-Star game yesterday. So congratulations to the National League, who finally beats the American League. What was the uh, the, the going? Uh, the American League had won eight in a row? Seven in a N- row? Nine, I think. Nine in a row. Yeah. Okay, well, I was getting close. There was a time back in the 60s and 70s when the National League won like every year or 17 out of 18, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then it turned around and the American League has been dominant since then. I wonder why that is. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think there's any rhyme or reason <laughs> no, to there it. There really. doesn't seem to be any reason for it. It's no. just kind of a, well, they did it again. Well, look at KBY News Time, 617. Tonight at 10, it's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 624 on News Talk KBOI. Again, Mike Casper is out this week. I'm Rick Worthington filling in. Uh, I'm going to do my very best not to make anybody angry today. I mean, no guarantees, but... We're we're 24 minutes into the show. How how have you done so far? I don't know. Do we have any emails? We haven't had any calls yet. We better open up the lines. 208-336-3700. 1-800-529-KBOI or pound 670 in your Verizon wireless. I know you probably have had a truckload of emails that have said, that Worthington, he's a jerk. Uh, I mean, you have you have some. I get some. Define truckload. Yeah, some. Let's just say you have some emails yeah. that are like that. That's true. We do yeah. have some. Yeah. You should read those. 
I don't have them right now. Oh, you should find those and let's just read those. They're for a while. they're from they're from other days. I well, yeah. I mean, we could just have a whole day where we just read Worthington's jerk emails. That would be fun. I mean, well, I mean, it'd be fun for like me, but I mean, wait, what about their, everybody else? What's the show where they do nasty tweets where they they bring people out and they just read all the nasty tweets that are about them? Oh, I've seen that. I don't know the name is of that the show. Kimmel show or is that might be? It might be. I've seen a clip of it. It's funny though. It's funny. Probably like yourself. I don't watch a lot of late night. I, I, yeah, I don't. You know, watch the inside of my eyelids an awful lot if I'm lucky. It's a good show. Uh, anything that has to do with abortion law, Idaho pays pretty close attention to because, as you know, Idaho has some of the most stringent abortion laws in the country. So it makes sense that people will pay attention to the Idaho legislature, Iowa, excuse me, the Iowa legislature. Last night, they passed legislation that would restrict abortion. And they're now sending a bill to Governor Kim Reynolds after 14 hours of committee meetings and testimony from the public. Lawmakers kicking off a special session yesterday with the sole purpose of passing this legislation. Comes less than a month after the state Supreme Court was deadlocked on whether a lower court injunction of six-week abortion ban should be dissolved, leaving the procedure legal in Iowa. Okay. So we'll be paying attention to that. Do I have time for the phone call? We have a phone call. Kenny. Kenny, thanks for calling this morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, gentlemen. Mr. Wow, I didn't know we were singing today. All right, it's that show. No, Good. No. Good deal. What <laughs> can we do for you, Kenny? Uh, Chris and Mike uh, tell me that I need to hang up, you know, keep my day job. Mm-hmm. You know, Mr. Worthington, I want to let you know. Yeah, you can be a jerk. You can be kicking off a lot of people, but just know one thing. I respect you. Like I've always told you before, I don't always agree with you, and I always think that you're on the opposite side. But I respect you. And oh, that's kind. when I get to meet you, someday when I get to meet you, I want to shake your hand and say, I respect you, sir. Face to face. That, that is very kind. Thank you very much, Kenny. I know it's, it's always nice to hear people say, hey, you're a jerk, but it's cool. I respect you. Yeah. Exactly. Right on. Well, Kenny, I don't <laughs> think you're a jerk at all. Thank you very much for doing that. <laughs> Thanks, man. We'll talk soon. All right, KBOI News Time, it's 627. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. Six thirty-five now on News Talk KBOI. Yep. Just double check. My watch says that too. We're all on time. Mike Casper, by the way, is out until Monday. He'll be back on Monday. But Chris Walton hangs out, mm-hmm. and that's really why you're listening anyway. So I was just reading a story. There were two children who were killed. They were swimming uh, in Oklahoma near a dam, which doesn't sound safe. Uh, two children were killed after getting swept away by the current while swimming near an Oklahoma City dam. Police say four boys were fishing and swimming near the Lake Overholzer Dam when they were pulled under by rushing water from the dam's open gates. 
Their bodies were found Monday night and uh, Tuesday morning by water recovery teams. The two boys who were rescued say the victims were 10 and 11 years old. Their identities have not been made public. Mm. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, that sounds uh, as bad as swimming in a canal. Yeah, that sounds awful. Man. So, I mean, we feel badly for that, but. Well, you know, this this goes right along with, I was just working on our uh, public service program. We We do a public service program every week here on News Talk KBOI, and all of our other stations do as well. And one of the things we're talking about this week is water safety. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about that specifically because have you seen what temperatures we're going to find ourselves in this weekend? 100. Sunday, 107. Serious. Serious. Would that be a record? Uh, I don't I don't think so. Mm. I don't think it will be. I mean, I, I could tell you for sure it has been hotter than 107 here in Boise in the middle of July. But specifically, you know, for that day, I, d- I don't know. But 107 on Sunday. So we're talking about water safety in the, in the program. And one of the things is, you know, if, don't go anywhere near the canal. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't do that. Kids that have the opportunity to just go and run around the neighborhood, that, that's what I did when I was a kid, you know. Yeah. I, there, well, were, there were we very... Kind of, we kind of all did that yeah, when we were kids. I mean, it's not that way as much anymore. There's a lot more supervision that goes on and that's a good thing for lots of reasons but if your kids just go out and run out and play in the neighborhood and you have canals nearby just make sure they know mm-hmm. canals are off limits do not do that we i think we did have one drowning early this year after the canals first started getting water back through them but for the most part this summer we haven't had a lot of those stories but a guy that I know told his kids that they could be eaten by a canaligator. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Which I think they believed for about six months. Right. Short break. Be right back. KBOI News Time 637. Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. It is 6.43 at News Talk KBOI. Appreciate you hanging out with us today. I'm going to talk a little bit more coming up about the, what we always get these, everybody's always getting us in Idaho mixed up with Iowa. Mm-hmm. Happens all the time. Yes. All every time I've tried to put a story through to CNN or ABC or any other network that's taken news from from us here, they always say, "Oh, the story's from Iowa." No, 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 Idaho with ID. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. So when a story people, comes out... People mess up Boise and Des Moines, too. I, I don't know what that's about. So when a story comes out about abortion, people are going to pay attention here in Idaho, even though this particular abortion law that they had a special session to talk about yesterday in Iowa, because it's some of the most stringent abortion laws in the country we've heard of the heartbeat bill in fact i know that it's come up legislature here 
As soon as a heartbeat is detected, abortion is no longer an option. Basically what that is. Mm -hmm. So we'll talk about that coming up. Stand by for that. First, it's time for sports at 645. Here we go. It's brought to you by the Pork Belly in CUNA. Oh, let's see. Some of the favorites out there. Miss Piggy's Chicken and Waffles. Ooh. Fried Chicken. Marionberry Jam. Belgian Waffle. Pork Belly Hash. Best chicken fried steak I've ever had. Ever. Nice. Period. Pork Belly opens up in 15 minutes. drive through window also open if you're looking for some uh, coffee on your way out the door this morning. Pat Fitzgerald, fired at Northwestern. Fired for cause. Uh, and, and there's a lot to it, of course. It appears now that Pat Fitzgerald might be getting uh, legal representation and going after Northwestern University for wrongful termination. More on that from ESPN College Sports reporter Adam Rittenberg, who says that Pat Fitzgerald and his attorney, Dan Webb, feel that he's the victim here right now. There's no new information. Even the information that came out in the Daily Northwestern on Saturday was already relayed to the school's hand-picked attorney who handled the investigation into the hazing allegations. Dan Webb, you're saying he's certainly open to some type of resolution, some type of agreement, but, but certainly they feel that this is wrongful termination. Wrongful termination? Hmm. Well, they did fire Coach Pat Fitzgerald for cause. Um, yeah, this is an ugly situation. Pat Fitzgerald was a pretty good coach. We're just talking about football for just a second. He was a pretty good coach. Yeah, Leader, that's what this is about. When you allow hazing to go on in your organization, bad things happen. And... Say the buck stops here, you're talking about the head coach. Let's hope, whoever is your athletic director, that it doesn't trickle down to you as well. Because athletic directors are also supposed to know exactly what's going on in their football organization. Broken team culture is what they're calling it right now after all that hazing that went on and some sexual assault that occurred as well. KBOI Newstime 647. Day from 10 to 1. It's Dan Bongino. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. It's time for the KBOI Medical Moment, brought to you by Regents Blue Shield of Idaho, featuring Dr. Dan Meltzer. Dr. Meltzer, good morning. Good morning. Dr. Summer is finally officially here, and it's that time of year when friends and families get together for parties or cookouts and all sorts of other social connections. And you say the physical and psychological benefits of those connections are far more important than uh, any of us realize. How so? Well, at its most fundamental, social connection is really a vital aspect of our human well-being. And research consistently demonstrates that people with strong social connections 
tend to live longer than those who are socially isolated. Can you talk a bit more about what we stand to gain from making social connections a priority in our lives? People with strong social support networks have a lower risk of developing cardiovascular diseases such as heart attacks and strokes. And social connection has been linked to improved immune system function as well as decreasing levels of inflammation associated with chronic diseases and accelerated aging. Social connections also alleviate those feelings of loneliness and isolation and really, again, promote that sense of belonging and emotional and physical well-being. So that's all great, but is there anything we can do to grow or enhance our social connections? Absolutely. I mean, start by leveraging existing relationships. Reach out to friends, family, loved ones, and engage in activities together. Create sort of shared experiences and memories, and summer's a perfect time to do that. Attend social gatherings or networking events and try to meet meet up with like-minded individuals or broaden your social circles. And if, you know, if using technology, join online communities and forums that center around shared interests and build a spirit of community. In the past year, it uh, seems like there's been a lot more noise about new drugs and supplements that promise to help us lose weight. One of the latest is a simple pill that advocates say can be effective at helping us shed pounds and address some other medical conditions. What's the story on that? Yeah, I mean, the supplement you're asking about really is called berberine, and it's a natural compound found in several plants. It's long been used in traditional Chinese medicine. Supporters claim that it may help suppress appetite, lower cholesterol, or even aid in the health of our gut. So that all sounds promising, but I'm guessing there might be some downsides. Correct. Um, a few important points to consider. First, the FDA, just remember, doesn't regulate supplements like berberine the way it does medications in terms of reviewing safety and effectiveness. Next, really, this, this supplement in particular can cause a lot of gastrointestinal side effects. It can also interfere with prescription medications specifically those that may be used for people to treat common conditions like high blood pressure, high cholesterol, and certain autoimmune diseases. So it's certainly something to talk about with your doctor if or before you're interested in trying it. That is the KBOI Medical Moment brought to you by Regents Blue Shield of Idaho. Dr. Dan Meltzer, thank you for joining us this morning on KBOI. Thank you. Get 670-KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670-KBOI skill. Then when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 670-KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. It's 10 minutes after 7 o'clock on News Talk KBOI. Good morning. Wednesday, hot again here in Boise today. We're in the mid-90s, but if it gets warmer than that, I won't be a bit surprised. It's as hot as July out there. It's as hot as July. Literally. Mm -hmm. Chris Walton over there. It's exactly as hot as July. No more, no less. By the way, Mike Casper will be back on Monday if you're tired of hearing me. I I get it. I understand. We got those emails. (laughs) Also, some nice emails, too. Somebody (laughs) sang to us this morning. I got in the one, six uh, o'clock hour and said, Rick, I, I, I don't always agree with you. In fact, you're sometimes you're a jerk, but I, I still respect you. And I thought that was pretty cool. Curtis wrote in. I got a kick out of this. He says, despite the fact that Casper is more wrong than right, especially during covid and <laughs> and this part is sarcasm. Do you feel KBOI will ever bring him on full time? 
Hmm. I, I realize sometimes it seems like he's not a full-time employee, but he is. <laughs> <laughs> he's got some extenuating circumstances going on in his uh, family this week. this week. This week, for sure. Our uh, thoughts with the Casper family this week. Mm-hmm. Mike was on vacation the end of last week. And this week is dealing with some some family issues. So not my place to tell you what all that's about. I'll just say that we like Mike. Be like Most of the time. That was a whole Gatorade thing that I want to be like Mike. I could be like Mike. It was a whole Michael Jordan. Yeah. I like that Mike, too, by the way. Wish he was still playing. Uh, we had been discussing abortion earlier this morning because there is a new law they just passed in Iowa, not Idaho, Iowa, that, well, it's going to be discussed. What exactly did they do? Well, they had a special session yesterday specifically to pass this bill. The bill would limit abortion once cardiac activity can be detected, which typically occurs around six weeks of pregnancy. That's why they're calling it the six-week law. Mm -hmm. Or the heartbeat law. The heartbeat law, right. Abortion in Iowa is currently legal up to 20 weeks. There are exceptions for medical emergencies and for rape and for incest as long as they are reported to law enforcement or to a health agency within 45 days and 145 days, respectively. If the ban is passed, Iowa will join several other states that have passed so-called heartbeat bills. That includes Alabama, Georgia, Kentucky, Louisiana. That's the Deep South right there, right? Mm -hmm. Missouri is also a part of that, or Missouri, excuse me. Oh, they're South, not Deep South, but they're there. That's the South. North Dakota and Texas also. Iowa, I'm sorry, Ohio and South Carolina have also passed six-week abortion bans. Both are currently facing the legal challenges, and it's believed that Iowa will be next. Idaho, of course. We don't have a heartbeat law here. We don't have that. We abortion, have abortion in Idaho is illegal from fertilization. Period. Abortion illegal in Idaho. The strongest abortion laws in the country here in mm-hmm. now, Idaho. There, there are exceptions for rape, incest, or uh, maternal health. Uh, there are some that think there shouldn't be, but there currently are. And. That brings us to the next story about groups suing to overturn Idaho's abortion trafficking law. What is that? Well, we'll tell you all about it coming up here, though. First, it's 7.15 in time for sports. I thought this was kind of cool, and I wanted to share it with you. First, though, it's brought to you by the Pork Belly in CUNA. They are now open. drive through window open if you want it. It's not for food. The drive through window is for coffee. But if you're looking for coffee on your way to work this morning, stop by and pick up delicious coffee. Um, if you are so inclined to go in and eat breakfast, well, that's where things get awesome. Because that kitchen is getting it done. I've told you several times about Chef Wally. Mm-hmm. He's running it. 
dude knows how to cook. And the best chicken fried steak of all time. Not just the best. It's the best I've ever had. Pork belly in downtown Cuna. All right. Check this out. Coach Pete, former Boise State coach. He is an employee of Fox. He talks all the time about football, not just generally about Boise State or Washington, where he also coached. But he did talk about his former quarterback, Kellen Moore, who is the new offensive coordinator in San Diego with, I'm sorry, San Diego, in Los Angeles with the Chargers. L.A. Chargers. The L.A. Chargers. Coach Pete talking about Kellen's new job and working with a new quarterback this season. You know, I I think what the the best coaches that I've been around do is they take whatever that quarterback's elite skill set is or skill set, best things they do, and they just play to those strengths. And I think Kellen fits into those that mold for sure. Like Dak is a great quarterback, but certainly a different skill set than than Justin is. Mm-hmm. And so Kellen's job and what he's done is highlight the things that Dak does well. And so it'll be interesting to see what he does in the Charger offense now, highlighting Justin's strengths and what he does special and uniquely you know, for the Charger offense and what, what what he brings to the table. I can't wait to watch it just because I know he's going to do such a great job with it. I think Coach Pete is on to something there. He does do a great job highlighting the best things a player does. I think, my opinion, I'll ask yours, Chris, Justin Herbert, in my opinion, better all-around quarterback, better arm, better accuracy, and every bit as mobile as Dak Prescott. Yeah. That's my opinion. What do you mm-hmm. think? Yeah, he's got the skills, definitely. He does. They just need to figure out how to win. Well, I mean, that's the Chargers in a nutshell. High <laughs> expectations, low return. Yeah, they were just in the Super Bowl in 1995. <laughs> Only 28 years ago. Oh, is that all? KBOI News Time, 717. Time for the Morning Market Report. Powered by CapEd Credit Union. Keeping you informed about your money before the market opens. Sponsored by Tree City Advisors. On News Talk, KBOI, Boise. It's 723. Jeremiah Bates joins us. He's the guy I trust with my money. And we're talking about the consumer price index, inflation, things that are going on now. Also looking at like the market is up today. So good morning. How you doing, Jeremiah? Good morning. It is a good morning because of two things. Number one, like you mentioned, we, we're certainly seeing a pop in the futures market across all three major U.S. indexes. And that is due to a lighter than expected June inflation report. And Hello. Hello. And it's very, I mean, you don't have to fast or rewind the clock very far. I mean, basically a year ago where inflation had peaked at 9.1% last June and the number that came in today was 3% year over year. So the positive news here is that we saw 12 straight months of declines in the consumer and in the CPI report. Now it came in lower than, than estimates. Uh, we're seeing certain categories uh, drop more than others. Airfare, the component, part of the component of the CPI is down 8.1% month over month in June. That's the largest drop since we've seen July of 2022. We're seeing used car, used cars and trucks component of CPI dropping 5.2% in the year over year number. Now, the big one thing we have to look past, however, though, is Last year, the big driver of inflation that we saw was gas. It was gas, used cars, 
And those those categories have dropped significantly year over year. You have the price of gas down over 26.5%. Used cars down 5.2%. So we're seeing some drops in those categories, but we're also seeing some gains in some other categories. So you have rent in uh, in June compared to this year, compared to last year, is up 8.3%. You have eating out up over 7.5%. Car maintenance is up over 12.5%. Car insurance is up almost 17%. So it's kind of a mixed picture here. So if you look at the, the headline number and the core number, we're certainly seeing it trend down. Again, the trend is there. We're almost to that Federal Reserve target inflation of 2%. We're hitting 3%. So the market is certainly reacting positively because the, basically the takeaway is that the Federal Reserve now has some breathing room and they do not need to be aggressive with uh, additional rate hikes. I got now you. markets are really pricing in maybe one more rate hike as opposed to two. But at the end of the day, markets are happy to see this uh, lower than expected number and consumers are certainly happy to see uh, inflation trending down month over month and uh, compared to last year. Jeremiah, thank you very much, man. man. We'll talk to you soon. Uh, by the way, the Dow up 227 points right now, so it's looking good We'll take it. All right. Talk to you again tomorrow. Uh, KBOI News Time, 726. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. Seven thirty-five. Good morning, Rick Worthington here, along with Chris Walton. Gonna be warm today, mid nineties once again. Heads up! Did you hear what it's going to be on Sunday? The temperature, I mean. It's a uh, way at the top of the way F- up at there. the uh, the FM dial. <laughs> uh, it'll be in the hundreds. I've been told it could be as warm as one oh seven on Sunday. Mike has written in. He says it is interesting. Northwestern fired a coach because he should have known about the hazing, but promoted an assistant coach. Looks more like this is an easy out to save money. Well, it's an interim coaching title. Mm-hmm. They haven't given him the head coaching job, so I, I don't want to play tit-for-tat on that, but you're correct in that they elevated someone within the program that... Also should have known. Right. But <laughs> in this particular situation, it's it's like a lot of major corporations. When you're talking about Northwestern football, you're talking about... The thing that probably brings a ton of money into your school, because we know that they do, and you have to make decisions on football, and somebody within the program has to make those. Mm-hmm. So it you was a elevate buck. somebody that's within the program because it's what you've got. It was a buck stops here type of thing, too. They got rid of the top guy because, you know, essentially the program is his. So. Yes. Yeah, you can't have the athletic director making football moves because athletic director doesn't know football, knows sports, and he knows how to schedule, and or she, but doesn't know necessarily what we need, what recruits we should be going after. Football stuff. You get football coach to make football decisions. Makes and sense. if you it because in in. College sports, you don't have a general manager like you do in the pros, right? General manager would be making decisions about personnel. Well, you don't have GM for your football team. It's the head coach is the GM. Right. So 
in these terms, you have to have somebody, and that's why you, you elevate from within. But the point you're making is valid. Who was that that sent that email? Who did we get that from? Oh, uh, never mind. It's not a big deal. <laughs> Yeah, I thought you were looking at it. It's okay. I I read it and then erased it. Okay. Short break here for traffic and weather. We'll be right back. KBY News Time is 737. Ben Shapiro this afternoon at 1. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 743 on News Talk KBOI. Hi, I'm Rick Worthington, and for Mike Casper. Chris Walton is here and just made note of something I wish he hadn't. <laughs> Told was, us that there's, I mean, let's let's let it well, out I was, of the bag. I, I, I was talking about, uh, you know, I have a five-year-old granddaughter, and uh, I try to introduce her to uh, as much music as possible, like I, you know, like I did our daughter. I'm not sure this qualifies. And uh, she picks out what she's interested in and then wants to hear it over and over. Right. And like at Christmas time, there's a version of uh, Carol of the Bells that's completely sung by cats. And it's it's actually not real cats. It's just people going meow, 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 meow. Yeah, that's it. Oh, my goodness. And I played that for her once in December and then had to play it a, yeah, about, rough, roughly 75 times in a yeah. row after that. Because However many again, days I want to hear that one again, yes. again. How many days are there left until Christmas? Let's just <sighs> play it all the time. <laughs> Come on, Grandpa. Well, about six Play months. it again. Five, five and a half months. Yeah, that's awful. Mm. Lose that, would you? No, no, not mm, yeah, what I said. It's time for sports. It's 745. Let's move on quick. Good harmony for cats, actually. <laughs> For somebody pretending to be a cat, for yeah, sure. Yeah, you know, can't say I've ever heard that before. Yeah, you don't see that. Every I did day. though mention that I have heard something like that before. Yeah, Jingle. And cats. there's a whole album from Jingle Cats <laughs> that my daughters thought was mm-hmm. fascinating, and I immediately, after playing, got the laugh, deleted the app. You, you, I mean, you would think that you know everybody would love singing cats, but then you go see that movie, and people didn't like that at all. Correct. Sports is brought to you by the Pork Belly. 271 North Avenue B, CUNA. Or look them up online, theporkbellyidaho.com. They open up 7 o'clock, so they're open. They're ready for you. Miss Piggy's hash browns are pretty good. If you want just pork belly, they can do that. But don't pass up on the bacon. Best chicken fried steak ever. Pork Mm -hmm. belly. All right. In sports, you shouldn't be surprised in all the talk that we've had about Las Vegas. You know, they got the Raiders. They got the the Knights, the Golden Knights. And they're getting the Oakland A's, who officially filed paperwork with Major League Baseball to uh, begin the process. That process is an application, basically. But the application isn't complete yet because the stadium that they're building won't be ready till 2028. But the deal with the Coliseum in Oakland ends this year. So where are they going to play in the meantime? Well, there's a chance they'll still play in Oakland. They they can play road games actually on a road. They can play wherever they want to play, according to Major League Baseball. 
but that portion of the application hasn't been filled out yet, so application for the A's isn't complete. Also, they're talking about new franchises. Las Vegas is being named in the NBA now, as is an expansion team in Seattle. That was announced, by the way, on Monday, so I'm a little late on this. But Basketball in Seattle? What? How come nobody thought of that before? Gee, that's never <laughs> happened. It wasn't It wasn't successful or anything. Yeah, they, won, they did win a championship. Yeah, they did. Seattle Supersonics. I wonder if they'll come back as the Sonics or the Supersonics. I would hope that if, if, question. if, if there is a basketball team, an NBA team that lands in Seattle, and they're not the Supersonics, I'm going to be upset. KBOI News Time, 747. Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the Listen Live button. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Uh, It is 7.53 at News Talk KBOI. A little bit later on this morning, we'll have a damn near impossible question for you. Chris will uh, tip us in on that here in just a little bit. Also, we have a guest coming in today. We do. Bruce Wong's coming in, and uh, he is uh, with the Idaho Patriot Thunder. That is the uh, motorcycle ride that uh, they have every year, and uh, he's going to tell us about this year's motorcycle ride, which is, I think, coming up this weekend, so this this Sunday. Excellent. So we'll tell you all about that coming up. Stand by. 830 is when he's going to come in? Right around Mm -hmm. there? Right around 830. Gotcha. So Bruce Wong coming in. 2023. Idaho Patriot Thunder. So stand by for more on that. Uh, Advocates who counsel and aid Idaho teenagers seeking abortion care filed suit yesterday against the Republican Attorney General Raul Labrador in a bid to overturn our state's abortion travel ban. That travel ban, which took effect on May 5th, created the crime of abortion trafficking. In Idaho, punishable by a minimum two years in prison. It forbids helping a person under 18 obtain abortion pills or leave the state for abortion care without parental permission. Because, as you know, abortion is illegal in Idaho, 100%. Mm-hmm. As, from, as we double check, it's from the point of conception. Exactly. Whereas other States are, you know, they have, they have heartbeat bills. Once a heartbeat is detected, abortion is illegal. Or about six weeks is what they say. But 100% illegal in Idaho. So, now we have groups suing the Attorney General, Raul Labrador, to overturn the state's abortion travel ban. We'll be talking about that in the 8 o'clock hour today. Hmm. Suit says that the travel ban lacks clarity, invites arbitrary enforcement, raising the specter of traffic stops of girls of reproductive age and infringes on the right of people to cross the border into neighboring states, including Washington or Oregon, where minors can legally obtain abortion care without parental consent. Traffic stops? That's what it, well, it's what it says. I doubt there will be any police that will be done. 
you know, hanging out at the border and stopping uh, people going, were you out of, were you out of state for an abortion? You're Raising the specter of traffic stops of girls of reproductive age. That's what, mm. that's what the story says. Reading from the uh, Seattle Times there. KBOI News Time, 756. For your Google Play, simply say, hey Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 807 on News Talk KBOI. Thanks for hanging out with us today. I'm Rick Worthington in for Mike Casper, who will return on Monday. Can you imagine if we talked about temperature the same way we talked about inflation? Like, well, we've hit 100. Now it's just a matter of time till we hit 200. <laughs> I'm glad we don't do that. Yes, yeah, me too. <laughs> that could be bad. It will be warm today. Make no mistake, we're in the mid to upper 90s all week long. And then this weekend, we could actually hit 107 on Sunday. That according to the latest projections from the National Weather Service, or at least what I saw early this morning. Maybe that has changed, but uh, that's what they were saying, 107. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. But good day to, you know, stay inside. Right. Have central air, that Not kind a of bad thing. way to go. Um, city council meeting yesterday, a couple of things coming from Boise City Council. Number one, mm-hmm. looks like Holly Woodings is stepping down. She is the city council president, and she's leaving. And yeah, they're going to bug out straight out of town. She uh, made it known that her family is moving to Washington, D.C., so Holly Woodings has made it that she'll, a couple weeks is all she's going to be around, so she's stepping aside almost immediately. Next time you see her, she'll probably be in charge of something much larger. And the way I hear it is it will be uh, the mayor that appoints someone to the position, CBS 2 News reporting Mayor Lauren McLean will appoint a replacement from the current District 5, the district that Woodings was elected to in 21, and that person will serve out the remainder of the term. Gotcha. But if you want to be a candidate and you live in District 5, uh, let's see, There's there's there are some things that you have to have in line but if you're from District 5, you're eligible. If you're not from District 5, you can't even look at this position. <laughs> mm-hmm. Candidates seeking appointment must be qualified electors in District 5 using the legal boundaries from the 2021 election map. Applicants must be submitted by 5 p.m. Tuesday, August 1st. And previous applications or applicants who are eligible to serve in District 5 are encouraged to apply, they this say. This used to not be the way it is, but it it, it is now that uh, if you were in the Boise City Council, uh, before you run for Boise City Council, it's a good idea to live in a house that you really, really like because uh, they don't want you to move. No, nope, you can't move, do that. If you move, could, you could lose your, your chair. Looking at you, Lisa Sanchez. Mm-hmm. Where is she now? Well, not in the city council. Still not on the city council, as far as I know. She was really angry when, when she they, wasn't when they allowed to continue. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, she was really angry. 
There was some legal stuff that went down. Ultimately, they told her to kick rocks, I think, or something to that effect. (laughs) Call it what you want. They just replaced her. That's all right. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, 2023 Idaho Patriot Thunder. Concert with High Desert Harley Davidson, Idaho's military, businesses, and civic organizations, Idaho Patriot Thunder. It's a ride, actually. Yeah. Yeah. We call it Idaho's premier military family charity motorcycle event. Mm-hmm. We'll be we'll be talking about it. If that's if you didn't know what Patriot Thunder is, that's what it is. It's it's a fundraiser, it's a motorcycle ride, it's done with Veterans in mind. And generally they ride from uh, Boise to Mountain Home. Is that where they're going? I don't think they've changed that. Usually it's the same, right? Yeah. Okay. So we're going to have a gentleman in to uh, talk to us a little bit uh, later here this morning. It's Bruce Wong, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. He will also, be here. Also the director of the 80 County Highway District. Ah, as a that's right. Fact, as it turns that's right. Out. So stand by for more on that today. And then... When we get into the call-in portion of the program, we're going to talk to you about abortion trafficking and the law that's here in Idaho. I'll read the Seattle Times story for you so that we can, you know, get a little more, well, I don't want to say, I'll, I'll just put it like this. Seattle Times story is a little bit different than what you may have read in the Idaho Capital Sun, for instance. Different uh, angle. Well, I, I think you called it out right when I was talking to you about it before. The suit says the travel ban lacks clarity and invites arbitrary enforcement, raising the specter of traffic stops of girls of reproductive age and infringes on the right of people to cross the border into neighboring states where minors can legally obtain abortion care without parental consent traffic stops yeah I, st- I still don't see police pulling somebody over hey we staked out the abortion clinic in spokane and uh, you just crossed back over into idaho you're under arrest yeah i don't really see that happening wendy hype senior reproductive health and justice counsel at legal voice an advocacy group representing the plaintiff said idaho's law prohibits recruiting or harboring a minor But what constitutes recruiting? Giving information? You can't stop clients from providing information about conduct that is legal in another state. She added, if we want to give money to a minor to go to another state, we should be able to do that. Oh. Again, that's the story I was reading out of the Seattle Times. Right. So more on that coming up as well. Uh. In just a moment, though, your damn near impossible question. $50 gift card on the line to Blaze Pizza. Blaze Pizza. Uh, but we will not be playing any more Jingle Cats. And that is a promise, Miss <laughs> Elizabeth. Looking at you. Don't do it. Don't. Don't look at me in that tone. <laughs> All right. We'll take a break. Uh, oh man, there was something else I was going to say to you guys, and 
I had it. Now I don't. Elizabeth. As my grandma used to say. me up there. My grandma used to say, must have been a lie. Must have been something. <laughs> All right. Short break. We'll come back. Uh, we'll have news at the bottom of the hour as well. That's what I was going to tell you. News coming up at the bottom of the hour. KBOI news time is 815. Be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. And at 839, special guests joining us here in the studio today. We do. We have uh, Bruce Wong and uh, Mark Dukes are here to talk about the 2023 Idaho Patriot Thunder. Uh, This is the 13th annual, and uh, it is... uh, Something we look forward to every year. How have the past 12 been? Oh, uh, they've been absolutely tremendous. And again, we want to thank all of you for your great support. And as we said earlier, uh, this is an outstanding opportunity for the public to say thank you Mm -hmm. to Idaho's military and most importantly, Idaho's military families going forward. Uh, I noticed you've got a slogan, uh, we don't know them all, but we owe them all. Uh, Who is it that we don't know and who do we owe? Well, we owe them all, all the people that made us this great country that we live in, the freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, we just want to celebrate our veterans, past and present. Who are the benefits? This is a benefit. Now, who, who, who benefits from it? Uh, there are two tremendous organizations. First, the 366 Fighter Wings Operation Warm Heart and the Idaho Guard Reserve Family Support Fund, all 501C, uh, all uh, supported by contributions, and they take care of those military families. I want to talk about that a little bit. Let, let's get into kind of the meat and potatoes of what, what what you guys have been able to do over the years. This is something that, well, it, it, as an organization at KBOI, we like to get behind it for you know very clear reasons. This is uh, good for our listeners. It's good for the community. But I don't think everybody hears about some of the things that you guys are able to do after we've, we've raised some money at an event. Can you talk about that a little bit? Go for it. I know. Absolutely. Uh, it's, uh, the monies that we raise goes strictly to supporting families in need on those, in the military uh, operations when there are so many deployments that are going on, uh, so many children that may be missing events with parents, uh, because their parents are defending our freedoms uh, both at the Guard and, and uh, at the 366 Fighter Wing. But at the end of the day, this is truly about taking care of each other, taking care of active duty and, and, and Guard and Reserve families, which, again, their funding sources come through just contributions. And uh, uh, I'd like just to say again that all the dollars that are raised from this is equally divided. There are no salaries. There are no fees. There are no administrative things. Uh, the tremendous folks at High Desert handle most of that uh, and such. So this is truly an opportunity uh, for every dollar that's spent, every dollar is dedicated to military families here in Idaho. Love it. Love it. If if, if I am a motorcycle rider and I, I think I would like to be part of this, uh, how do I sign up and where do I sign up? We can sign up at High Desert Harley-Davidson. Um, uh, if you sign up before, it's $25. If you wait till Sunday, it's $35. Um we expect that we'll have over a thousand riders for this ride, and we'd like to raise over fifty thousand dollars for our veterans. Talk to us about the ride a little bit. I know that you guys are going to go from it's still Mountain Home, right? We're going to ride still Mountain on, Home. Yeah, it's going to be a hundred and five. <laughs> really? <laughs> It'll be great. I mean, I'm not complaining. I'm just just noticing. <laughs> well, that's why we're leaving at ten o'clock in the morning. Not a boy. Perfect. Good thinking. But this is a tremendous uh, ride. We are fully escorted by. Uh, Idaho's finest. Uh, it's uh, we'll own the interstate going out, 
and uh, uh, it's something that uh, has become a tradition here in Idaho. And quite frankly, it is the Northwest's largest military family charity motorcycle event uh, to date, and it's uh, all for a great cause. You've got some interesting things, a military heritage display and a formal honor guard a flag presentation, signing of the, or singing of the national anthem, a World War II heritage aircraft flyover, and uh, an Idaho Guard uh, World War II howitzer tribute. Anybody can come see that stuff, right? Yes, that's true. We've also got some special guests that are going to be leading the ride this year. We're going to have Mike Gabler, the Survivor winner, and we're also going to have Steve Darnell from Vegas Rat Rods and Davey Deals from Pawn Stars leading the ride. Once again, Bruce Wong and Mark Dukes are our guests today talking about 2023 Idaho Patriot Thunder. I'm hoping you can give us a little bit of a timeline. Uh, as we go through a ride like this, people are going to be on the freeway and they're going to see all this come down. Um, uh, and there's events that go along with this. Can you give us kind of a time schedule of when you guys are going to be out on the road? Uh, absolutely. Um, the uh, kickstands will go up at 10 o'clock. And we expect to be in Mountain Home with the entire group, about nine miles of motorcycles, mm-hmm. uh, at about eleven fifteen, eleven thirty. Gotcha. You've been in- involved the, pretty much the whole time. Yes. And what what have been your favorite moments? Um, the singing of the national anthem, and when we both leave High Desert and arrive at Mountain Home, going through all those U.S. flags. Oh, that's true. It is absolutely amazing, and seeing all of the people that come out on the overpasses along the interstate. They, it's just incredible the support that they show all those riders, and those motorcycle riders have hearts that are huge. Uh, and so, so I think those are the best for me. Got just a couple more minutes here, so an opportunity to get some shout-outs to people that are helping making this happen. I know that hard, High Desert uh, high desert Harley, i got to spit it all out there, is a big part of this. Who else should we give an attaboy to? Um, the Brighton Corporation, the Conger Group, Idaho Power, Utility Trader, Trader Trailer, Peter Oliver, Western States Caterpillar, and Simmons Fine Jewelry. Right on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, pretty we good. Thank them all for pretty being good support group there. Oh, they are. And again, it's it's always amazing to see the outpouring of support by all sectors. And if you don't ride, you can still come out and donate uh, to support. Uh, Idaho's military. Not just for folks that are riding motorcycles. Anybody can donate. Mm -hmm. All right. Last chance. Tell us when and where to be. So we're going to have everything set up at High Desert in the parking lot starting at 7 a.m. Sunday morning, the 16th. And like Bruce said, kickstands up at 10 o'clock sharp. Got it. Gentlemen. Oh, yeah. Also free breakfast while supplies last. Whoa, free breakfast? (laughs) Free breakfast. Chris, we got some place to (laughs) go. Yes, apparently you had us at free breakfast. (laughs) Thank you very much, guys. Appreciate you coming in today. Once again, 2023 Idaho Patriot Thunder this Sunday. Um, Now we know. Guys, God bless you. Thank you very much. KBY News Time is 846. Tonight at 10, it's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 8.51 now at News Talk KBOI. Again, Rick Worthington in from Get, um, Mike Casper today. Hi. A nice note here about we just had uh, Mark Dukes from High Desert Harley Davidson and uh, Bruce Long from the Ada County Highway District in to uh, talk about Idaho Patriot Thunder coming up this Sunday. And uh, John 
M from CUNA wrote in. I didn't see this till after they were gone, but he said, tell Colonel Bruce Wong, and he is a colonel, by the way, that I said hello. He was my OSS squadron commander back in the 90s, the 90s, up at uh, K.I. Sawyer Air Force Base uh-huh. in Upper Michigan, in the Upper Peninsula. I was uh, there on the airfield as I watched him as part of the crew of the very last B-52 to depart the base before we closed K.I. Sawyer Air Force Base. I got gotcha. you. That was John M. from Kuna. Well, I appreciate they come them coming in to talk to us about the event, um, and they're they give us a lot more credit than we deserve, of course. But you know, they came bearing gifts, gave us a patch and a coin. Mm-hmm. They brought the poster out for Idaho Patriot Thunder, and uh, and framed it for us too. Yeah, and we fantastic. we always display them here in the studio. Mm-hmm. We we appreciate that, guys. We really do, but. You know, when you do an event like this, it we're not the ones that make it tick. It's, you know, we certainly want to get the word out about it. But this is about guys like Bruce and like Mark. They're help pushing this event forward, making it happen every year. And, of course, you get Harley-Davidson involved when you're going to do a big motorcycle ride like this. Makes sense. Yeah, absolutely does. Anyway, we appreciate you guys. If you didn't catch... What we were talking with them about, if you're just joining us now, Idaho Patriot Thunder is coming up this Sunday. The motorcycle portion of it, where they ride from here to Mountain Home and back. How many miles did he say? they? It's a lot of motorcycles. I don't know how many or how far that is going to stretch, but if you're on the freeway Sunday morning and you're like, what are all these motorcycles doing out here? Now you know. Well, just just they're honoring veterans, so if you want to give them a little uh, you know leeway, that's a good idea. And more <laughs> importantly, if you'd like to donate to the cause, stop by High Desert Harley starting at 7 on Sunday morning. You might be able to have a little breakfast, and you make a donation as well. Nothing better than that. So 2023 Idaho Patriot Thunder coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's always a nice festive type of atmosphere, and the and the the uh, the riders really enjoy themselves. I was just looking at a story I I found pretty interesting. Real estate in the Bay Area, San Francisco Bay Area, has never been higher. People are leaving California in droves. Part of it has to do with the cost of real estate. You can't find a house because you can't. Well, make and, enough. I mean, and the people who've been down there a long time and have owned a house uh, are selling it, and you know, coming up to places like oh, I don't know, Idaho, and, yeah, re- and retiring for sure in a nice house. ABC News has a story out about San Francisco's retail exodus. It's not about just the crime in the Bay Area anymore. The slew of closures of retail stores in San Francisco in recent months doubles. As a roundup of well-known shopping brands, Whole Foods, Old Navy, Nordstrom, among others, nearly half of the stores in the city's downtown shopping district have closed half since 2019. That's according to the San Francisco Standard. Sounds like they're going to have to change the name of the district. In June, the 70-store downtown Westfield Mall said they would stop making payments on their $558 million loan, relinquishing ownership of the shopping center and leaving the fate of the complex uncertain. Dubbed a retail exodus, 
The trend has spurred criticism focused on crime and homelessness, but a more complicated set of forces driving companies away from the city. And now we know why. It's about people doing remote work and getting away from the Bay Area. Used to be you'd you'd go to work and there'd be someplace cool to go to lunch. Those places are closed now Mm -hmm. because people aren't walking around downtown unless they're homeless or a tourist. By the way, and you don't, that's not safe. And you don't make a lot of money off homeless people. Yeah. We'll take a short break here. We'll be right back. KBY News Time is 8. Oh, we got one more minute. Ah, see, you got to remind me. <laughs> I'll finish this story then. A got diminished a, got dense, a minute and a half right now. A diminished sense of safety among some shoppers has deterred foot traffic downtown. Additionally, they pointed to sluggish sales at some stores due to, in part, to a long-standing shift away from brick-and-mortar retail that went into overdrive during a pandemic. What are they talking about? People that are buying Amazon instead of going to the store. People that are having their groceries delivered instead of going out to get their groceries. All of the above. And, of course, Amazon having one of their biggest days today. Yeah. It's it's, uh, day two of... um, the the deep discounted middle of the summer promotion at Amazon. Mm -hmm. The rise of remote work, a trend even more pronounced in the Bay Area's tech industry, has also slashed the number of office commuters who previously drove that lunchtime business and after-hour shopping downtown. Wade Rose, president of the business advocacy group, telling ABC News, it's all of the above. These dynamics are bigger than the city. Crime, he added, makes up part of the narrative, but not the full narrative. All right. Reasons why, well, I we hope that doesn't happen to the downtown here, but certainly the pandemic has changed the way people do things. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll take a break. We have news at the top of the hour, local news at the top of the hour as well.